Testing, testing, about to do our first podcast. Ever. Ever. How exciting is this? It's a little nerve-wracking. It is, isn't it? (laughs) And exciting too, so. Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing I'd like to talk about is how things have changed for you over the last three months. You've been doing a couple of things that are quite exciting. Yeah, look, my little art world has changed quite substantially over the past three months. And I made a decision to start offering online classes, which was something I'd been thinking about for many years, but, um, you know, wasn't quite ready yet and was, you know, just letting my art evolve. And um, this year it felt right. And we started working together, you and me, to create something um yeah something that we could offer out to people to help them tap into their creativity yeah what was it so what we did was we started creating online classes that are um little tutorials that people can um access to uh, explore mixed media art in a really accessible way. So um, we're creating classes that are um, really easy to kind of fit into everyday life. Um, They're suitable for beginners through to more experienced artists. They cover a lot of different techniques and they really um, bring, I guess, what I have been exploring in my own practice for many years now they bring that out to many people. Since you started doing these online courses, a lot of things have changed. So obviously time is a major issue in doing these things, but you're managing to fit more in. You're going to the gym now, aren't you? I am. I have just started going to the gym after a break from sort of um, proper exercise, if you will, uh, for the last six years. So, um, yeah, it's really... It's really changed my whole mindset around time and I, it's changed my whole approach to my creative practice and it hasn't been without some challenges and I guess teething issues along the way and one of the things was that when I first started doing the online classes, I didn't really adapt to the workload that is involved with creating classes and engaging with a community and I expected that I would be able to continue my personal practice which had been to kind of like pretty much do something you know creative like painting or drawing or every day. Um, I'd always had sort of a fairly active personal art practice And I started to get really stressed out because I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough time to keep painting and making things as well as creating classes. And I I started getting really distressed out. So I knew something needed to change. And what I really needed to change was my whole mindset around, um, you know, what I I could do in a week and, and what was good for me. And I started realising that the work that I was doing in creating classes was still very much creative work. And it was a work that I was really enjoying and I needed to place a value on that and actually give myself, you know, permission and allow myself to change my approach and 
for it to be okay to only maybe paint or get into my studio a couple of times a week and for that to be absolutely perfect for where I am at now. It's amazing because you were so anti-anything that encroached on your time. Yeah, look, you know, painting every day was something that got me to where I am now. Um, so I attached a lot of importance to that and I was struggling to let that go and, and make a transition into a new stage. Uh, and, you know, I, I, it served its purpose. It developed my art style. It taught me many different techniques and approaches. But I'm ready for the next stage now, which is about um, helping others and encouraging people to tap, to you know, to explore creativity in different ways, uh, and to develop my business to become more entrepreneurial. Uh, so I have different aspirations now. And now that I've recognised that, I've got to a place where I'm actually really happy with the way that I'm working. And how has that affected your home life? Well, you know, things are starting to really um, come together and, and things have got calmer. Um, I've created some really healthy boundaries around how I work. Um, I am now spending a few days a week about three days a week on the more administrative side of the business and those days have become the days that I also go to the gym. I've totally restructured how I work and it's made me much more efficient. I didn't really have anything in my calendar that kind of like markers in my week. It was quite unstructured and just by going to the gym three times a week, that's actually given me some, some structure to my week. And initially, when you first uh, gave me the opportunity or put it to me that I could come and do um, three workouts a week, but the time was at 11 a.m. And my initial thought was, well, that's just not going to work. Um, that's the middle of the day. That's going to ruin my day. I'm not going to be able to you know, it's just going to take a big chunk in the middle of the day and then it's going to be school pickup and my whole day is just going to be written off. Like that's what came into my head initially. And then it kind of, I don't know, it was just sort of eating away at me that, my, that I had that response. And I went, no, you know what? That's just an excuse. I can make this work. And so what I did was... I made it important. I made it non-negotiable. I put it in my calendar. I went, right, this is how it is. I'm doing, going to go to the gym between 11 and 12 on these days. How can I be more efficient on either side of that? And so what it does now is it forces me or encourages me to get some work done before I go to the gym. So I drop the kids off at school. I get back. It's 9 o'clock and I'm, I've gotten it, you know, an hour and a half block. And I'm like, determined to get something achieved in that time and the same thing happens when I get home from the gym and it's made me so much more efficient and I'm, I'm actually quite amazed at it and it just goes to show when you really want to make something work you can and you know that's really helping me at the moment manage my time better. Yeah, so now that you're all super organised how come you can't plan a, uh, a video course in advance? 
but it, why does it always have to be changed at the last minute? <laughs> so yeah, I suppose. So you make so you make these lists at the beginning of the year of what you want to do every month, and then it just gets torn up and thrown out. So. Well, I'm an artist. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so you know there is a balance between planning and also just allowing things to flow and. One of the things that I really wanted with my classes, and it was an intention that I set at the beginning, was that I wanted to share with people whatever's just going on with me in that month. So it's, I wanted it to be organic and not necessarily pre-planned. I, at the moment, for example, I am really becoming interested and fascinated by minimalism. And not just minimalism in art, I actually mean more minimalism in how you go about your everyday life. Simplifying, um, decluttering, um, making space. Just all of that is really, really working for me at the moment in my business and life. And so for this month's class, that's something that I really wanted to explore in art. So doing more with less. A limited supplies, um, lots of spaciousness and simplicity. And I w that sort of only just really become clear to me <laughs> in the last few days and we're filming this week. <laughs> so it's not pre-planned but what I love about that is that it's what I'm passionate about right now and it means I can bring that into my classes. I'm talking about something that I'm really deep in at the moment. It's relevant for me and it's exciting to me and I can share that with people and I just feel like that's got uh, something that's very real and engaging about it that I don't ever want to lose. So for you who helps me with all the filming and putting classes together, there is always going to be an element of that. But I do recognise the need to, to plan a little and that's something I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> You've got three courses on your website now and they seem to be doing pretty well. Have they exceeded your expectation or actually how do you feel? Like how do you feel about doing online courses? And it's, yeah, I absolutely love it. it. It's really opened up something inside of me that I think was always there, but um, you know, I haven't really been able to um, explore in the past few years. And, and that is, I guess that it's really about teaching about connecting with other people. Um, that was kind of missing in my practice. And to see other people uh, flourish, to see them try new things, to see the community helping each other. There is a very active Facebook community for my classes and that has actually been a real surprise for me because I at one point wasn't even going to have a Facebook community for my classes. And I'm so glad I did because I think it's really probably one of the best aspects of what I offer at the moment because when you see what people are doing for each other and how they are lifting each other up, um, it's really 
it's just it just makes you feel really good to see it so kind of shines a positive light on things um for me it makes me see more positive in the world on a you know day-to-day basis so yeah I you know I've been really um surprised um by that in a very good way uh so how do I feel about the classes I feel very very proud of the classes that we have put together so far um I feel like there's always room to to grow and improve and I see my students doing that, growing and improving and it motivates me to look at what I'm doing and, and how I can, or what we're doing and how we can continue to, um, you know, make things better. And so just this last week we put together a, a survey and we put that out to um, the Facebook community to ask for some feedback around the classes and I was a bit daunted to do that and you know just like most people I'm afraid of any kind of negative feedback you know I want everything to be just nice and you know I I don't want I was scared of opening up the door in and, and almost like how I would respond to that uh, so that's, you know, that's been an interesting, I guess, a, a thing that's been going on this week for me is processing that feedback. I guess it's pretty good that you have to ask for bad comments because you're not getting any. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you put out the survey, what was the main, like from a business point of view, like what was, what was the number one comment you were getting in the survey? Um... What have I, what was the number one comment? Uh, look, uh, for the most part, people are really enjoying the classes and the way that we've put them together, uh, which our sort of aim with the classes was for them to be accessible, affordable, and easy to fit into busy lives. We know that people's lives are, seem to be getting increasingly busy and a lot of people that are doing the classes they are they have full-time jobs they have children all sorts of things like that so I really wanted the classes to be um, you know easy for people so that they could watch them and it didn't take up a huge amount of their time and it left them with time to actually get stuck into the class so on the whole that's been well received but there have been some um, you know some feedback around slowing the classes down a little bit, maybe showing more real-time footage, because um, I do speed up repetitive processes in the class. And it's a real balancing act because we want it to be, you know, easy for people to fit into their lives and not take up too much time, but at the same time wanting to make sure the classes are rich in instruction and demonstration so that's something that we are always exploring and it's never going to be right for everybody and so with that feedback I need to recognize that too and also stick with my values around what I want the classes to to do so you know I'm, I'm taking the feedback in but I'm also checking in with what's my intention for this because at the end of the day the final edit is your call like it's up to you what we leave in mm-hmm. and what we take out 
kind of, I guess, if you're not comfortable with it, then you don't want it in. Well, that's right. At the end of the day, I, I, I have to be comfortable and really, you know, happy with what we're putting out, you know, and that's at the end, that's something that I need to do. And I need to consider what my, as I said just before, what my values are, what I'm wanting to give people in this class and make a judgment around what's included, what's helpful, how long are the videos, what parts are sped up, um, what bits are slowed down, um, how much uh, instruction I want to give. Because another sort of, I guess, delicate point for me is I want to give people the tools to be able to create their own art. I want them to be able to explore their own ideas and use their own wisdom and intuition. So I'm always balancing providing instruction with leaving space for people to put their own, you know, their own stamp on their work. And that's really important too. So again, you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, some people are wanting that very step-by-step instruction other people love the looseness and the freedom and the encouragement to explore so I'm trying to you know find that sort of middle ground with that as well and getting the feedback is helping me to get clear around those things about what where I want to, to sit if we were to lay the course all the track back to back and play it in real time it's anything up to six hours could even have like the melting pot i think was almost nine hours yeah yeah I don't, I don't, <laughs> look as much as uh, as much as i like the content and I, I don't think i could sit for nine hours <laughs> watching you paint yeah that's right and i really love it love that the courses are um, a manageable length and for me you know somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half is is such a it's a nice amount of content that you can really get stuck into, but it's leaving you time to actually do the classes. Like it's leaving you time to then get your paints out and, and work on the, um, on the lessons. And I am seeing that. I am seeing that a lot of people are putting it into action and getting a lot of uh, practice in, which I think is great too. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I do think that there are some bits I'd like to slow down a little bit um, for people because one of the things I have to continually remind myself is that I have been painting for quite a long time and sometimes I have to really put myself back into a beginner's shoes. I noticed that in the final edit. Like yeah. when, when we do watch it back, you're saying, I, I need you to take that out. And I'm saying, but it's good content. And you're like, oh, yeah, but I may have said it in the video four videos ago. Yeah. I'm like, but it's, it's good content. And you're like, yeah, but they'll know. They'll know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, I'm recognizing that I, I might need to just uh, slow down a little bit and um, leave in a little a bit more um, instruction. So, you know, that's a good take away from this whole experience of gathering feedback for me and it's something that I absolutely want to apply in the next course um, that we'll be filming um, later on this week um, and I think it's 
it's going to be fabulous for this class, which will be exploring, as I said, minimal um, minimalism and limited palette um, to really slow things down is really at the essence of, you know, minimalizing and simplifying. So we can apply it to how we actually film and edit the class, um, imply the same kind of principles. So that's going to be really exciting too. Anything, anything that you've got coming up? Um, you sold a painting this week. Yes, what so else? I'm just trying to think what else. It's early, fairly early on in the week. So this week, uh, yes, I sold a painting. So I continue to paint uh, large acrylic paintings and I sell them in a local cafe that I have been selling my work in for over two years now. And I delivered that one of those paintings to a client, which is always lovely to meet someone that's purchased and inviting your work into their home so that's always gives me a bit of a, uh, a a spring in my steps I should say so that was nice um, and today I am trying to uh, organize my filing which is my computer files and things like that so it doesn't sound too exciting but I have been spending a huge amount of time um, getting myself organized and it's something I resisted along for a long time I've always been quite haphazard lists here books here lots of information in my head everything all over the place no filing structures just yeah really disorganized and I have really embraced using some tools um, in my business and I think that might be another podcast. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we could talk about that. And, uh, the I think a, perhaps that could be a future podcast because uh, I have, yeah, really started using quite a lot of apps and um, different sort of uh, uh, extensions on my desktop and, you know, things on my phone and all sorts of things that are all interacting at the moment and really helping me to get, you know, get more productive in what I do. And so today um, I have the job of making sure that all the files that we've got so far from the three online classes that we've done um, are all backed up, organized, all the, um, everything is you know, in its place so that we can move forwards. And I'm creating a lot of templates and just by, uh, streamlining the process of creating an online class and uh, you know, so that each month it becomes a simpler process because when we created the first one it's quite um intensive like mm. you've never done it before so whether that be creating promotional uh images to put on your social media or you know c creating like provo promotional videos writing the content for the class uh getting to know the software that we use so we use a platform called teachable which is brilliant I, i'm really happy with that platform if anyone out there is thinking about um, jumping into online classes teachable is a wonderful um, way to do it it's very uh, user friendly and uh, but it's something to learn as well and it, it actually the first couple of times I used it I was like oh I don't understand where these where everything is going and what it's doing and now it's really makes sense to me so um, 
Yeah, so just getting to know that. So the first course is just massive, isn't it? It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, there was a lot because I, I just remember thinking, oh, we can edit it in 10 hours and we'll be able to reshoot something if we want. And then, yeah, it was, it was more or less just a wake-up call as opposed to anything else. You just go in, you're almost naive and ignorant of the process. And you go in totally blind to the amount of work. It's huge. It is. It is enormous. And we use three camera angles to film. So that's three times the footage as if you just had one camera, for example. So it's just the actual number of hours of content that goes into creating a class that's between an hour and an hour, hour and a half long is is staggering. So you know, it's been it's been a learning curve for us both as far as what goes into making a class, how long it actually takes, um, what the processes are, and each class I think has got a little bit easier as we've learnt along the way, and we're we're reassessing all the time as to what we can do to um, to make the classes better and also streamline our processes. Uh, so today for me, getting back to what I'm up to this week, is really about clearing my mind and getting myself ready to shoot a new class on Thursday. And for me, that is closing the loop on the last class, which is uh, piece by piece, which is the geometric collage class. And closing the loop on things is something that I've never been very good at. I tend to just jump into the next thing without doing the, you know, putting things back and and today I'm actually spending that time. It's quite satisfying to do it, to 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 just close everything down, back it up, put it where it needs to go, you know, and, and feel that sense of closure and readiness for the next class. Uh, so that's what I'll be working on today. And then tomorrow uh, we'll be just spending the day prepping for filming on Thursday. So getting everything ready for Thursday's filming day. And then um, and then Friday will be, I'm not sure what Friday will be. Well, I know what I'll be doing. I'll be editing Thursday's work. You'll be editing and <laughs> I will probably be endeavouring to uh, get, get into the studio and do a little bit of my own own work or else just just yeah other other aspects of you know engaging with the class community and and uh, those sorts of things so um i will have a look at what's in my my to-dos for awesome. the week so i'll see you back here next week for a cup of tea and a chat absolutely next week we'll be back chatting a bit more about what goes on behind the scenes in uh, in my little art world <laughs>